The Culture Pop Podcast is brought to you by the law offices of Jacob Imrani. Accident or injury, call Jacob Imrani, call Jacob. Hey, it's Mace. If you or a friend or loved one is injured in an accident, the first person you should call is my friend Jacob. When I did this, Jacob was great. He helped me by talking through the next steps, which really put my mind at ease. When you're injured in an accident, you got to have an expert. That's why you call Jacob, just like I did. Call Jacob, 844-24-JACOB. That's 844-24-JACOB. Or visit calljacob.com. Call Jacob. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Culture Pop Podcast. I'm Steve Mason, along with Sue Kalinske, Sue Baloo, eating popcorn, ready for the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Skinny popcorn. Oh, is it skinny corn? Skinny corn. Is that skinny. actually better for you, or is it just a trick? I always think it's trickery. I'm sure it's trickery. I got it at Costco. It was a bag that was as big as my house for $7. Really? So here's it's, weird. It's pretty good. I've never been to Costco. I've never been to a Costco in my entire life. My mom and not stepdad Leo, they shop constantly at Costco. They're always saying, we got this at Costco. I've never been to a Costco. I don't even know where they are. It's the greatest store on earth. Yeah. What is, what, how have I missed it for so long? Well, you have to get a card. First of all, you can't just oh. go into Costco. You, oh, have, to you be have to be a part member. of the secret Costco club. Well, it's not that secret. I mean, there's like a billion of them. <laughs> With giant signs. I don't think they're hiding that they're a store. (laughs) (laughs) How much does it cost to even be a member? I don't know. Tom pays for it. Uh, I'm an executive member, too. (laughs) (laughs) Anytime you need something that's really way too much. Like my mom and not stepdad Leo have a thing of cinnamon that's like a foot high. (laughs) I know. It's like, that's going to come in handy. It's giant. It's end of the world. It's it's the apocalypse. Honestly, it's a lifetime supply. Well, you know, the thing about Costco that's so funny is that you can buy a computer and then, and salsa and eyeglasses (laughs) and a shed. (laughs) It's just the range of what you can get under one roof. Is genius. Well, have Tom put in a good word for me. I would like to join the secret Costco club and get a secret. It's not like the Illuminati. Come on. (laughs) It's like the Masons. So the Academy Award nominations came out this morning. Yes, they did. To nobody's surprise, I think, Everything Everywhere All at Once was nominated for 11 Oscars today, which is amazing for a movie that when I saw, I thought, well, that's really kind of cool. And quirky and like nothing I've ever seen. I never would have expected that a movie like that could be nominated 11 times for an Oscar. Well, times they are a changing, I guess. Yeah, I think it's a great movie. I'm really, Mm -hmm. uh, I'm happy for all of the nominees. Michelle Yeoh's fantastic. Stephanie Hsu, who got nominated for Supporting Actress. Jamie Lee Curtis, who's had such a long, great career in Hollywood. Supporting Actress. And then uh, Kiwi Kwan, who's been on this show, for best supporting actor. Those are just, and then the Daniels uh, are the directors and the writers and they got nominated. The picture got nominated. What did you think of everything everywhere all at once? I loved it. I just, it was so different and quirky and um, it was, it was one of those movies that, you know, comes along, you know, not many times in your lifetime. You know, it was, it was just, it was a wild ride and I was there for every minute of it. I just, I loved it. It's so hard to find stuff that's truly original. 
Like mm-hmm. truly, I can honestly say I have never, ever seen a movie like that. Most mm-hmm. movies, you know, they fit a certain, uh, they fit a certain mold. This one, there's, there's no, I mean, it's just, it's out, it's the multiverse. It's these great actors. Um, it, it's just like, it, it, it's, it's refreshing to see something that I don't feel like I saw last year or the year before or ever. Right. Well, a movie that I think fits that model is RRR, which was not nominated. I know. But a movie that was took me completely by surprise because like even it took a little while for me to say I, I didn't even know whether I liked it or not at the very <laughs> beginning. You know what I mean? It was like, yeah. what is this? And and then it just grew on me and then I just loved it because there really was a story there. It wasn't just smoke and mirrors and great effects and all of that. It um it had depth to it. Yeah, it and did. It was, I, and it was crazy. I was rooting for RRR to be nominated for Best Picture because I really did like it. If you've not seen it, it's streaming on Netflix. Um, it's an Indian film. I think it's the third highest grossing Indian film of all time. Uh, we came very close to having the star of the movie on our show, but we had technical difficulties. He's coming back in March, by the way. He'll be back oh, in March. Great. The Tom Cruise of India. Uh, and yeah, but RR got stiffed. It got nominated for best original song, which it won, I think, at the Critics' Choice Awards. But that's it for uh, RRR. There are some nominees that I haven't seen. I'm surprised. There's have you a seen, ton. Have you seen All Quiet on the Western Front? I have not. It's streaming on Netflix. It got nominated for, let's see, how many Oscars? It got nominated for uh, eight Academy Awards. Mm-hmm. Uh, along with Banshees of Inisherin, uh, actually both scored nine nominations. What did you think of Banshees of Inisherin? You know, I didn't like it as much as I wanted to like it. Um, I thought the script was fun, and I thought the relationship between the leads was was really good. I mean, the acting was really good, but you know, it's it's so weird because you watch a trailer. And you think, okay, I got a little bit of a taste of what this is going to be. This is going to be fun. Right. And then it ended up being really depressing. Well, it's a dark movie. It's really dark. And I didn't expect that. Not, and not, and not that, I, I mean, if, if that wasn't the reason why I, I didn't like it as much. I, I don't know. It was, it just got weird for me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think my, I love the connection and the chemistry that Colin Farrell has with Brendan Gleeson. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I saw it in, in Bruges, which was a, a great action comedy a couple of years ago that Martin McDonough wrote and directed. And this is a return. So I love their connection and their chemistry, but they really lost me at three words, chopping off fingers. I just, it became this grisly thing that, that bothered me. Right. And another three words, killing a donkey. Yes, true. That's the other one. <laughs> That was so disturbing. It was disturbing. It was disturbing. Yeah. So if it had been this, because I think the concept is great, right? Mm-hmm. You're friends for a long time. You live in a small town. And I've decided I don't want to be your friend anymore. Yeah. Now, that's a clever premise for a movie. It's great. Uh, but, and they had great, great chemistry and all that. It's just that the finger thing, I could not get by. But yeah. I understand why people like it. And I understand why Colin Farrell and Bre- Brendan Gleeson both got nominated because mm-hmm. uh, I because I think they're they give really cool, engaging performances. And yeah. I love Colin Farrell. I, Me too. I, Me too. I had dinner once with Colin Farrell. Your dinner with Colin. Dinner with Colin. 
Uh, no, what was that? It was, How did that uh, happen? we did a screening for a movie called The Lobster oh, starring yeah. Colin Farrell. And we did a, a screening at my theaters in Palm Desert. And so uh, he came out for a Q&A and we had dinner beforehand and he could not have been a more charming, cool guy. So I've got no issues if he winds up winning best actor. Now, I think let's let's run through the rest of the uh, best picture nominees. So Avatar, did you see Avatar? I did not. So my producer on the radio, Greg Bergman, saw it over the weekend. He, he came in and he said, you know, I don't care about the story. It's just beautiful to look at. And that's honestly my takeaway too. The battle sequences are really cool and the swimming with fishes and the gigantic whales and the crazy bird, all that stuff. But it's just beautiful to look at. Does that warrant being best picture? I mean, yes. what it does. I, I, huh. think the, hmm. I think the technical achievement lifts it above uh, just a, a general sort of action movie um okay. it's I, I mean the technology that the technique is so crazy that they're able to do it that james cameron was able to do it and by the way it's okay to have a movie that has grossed two billion dollars worldwide be a best picture nominee like there are 10 nominees there should be room for a movie like avatar right yeah i mean i i don't have a problem with you know a movie that makes a you know a ton of money, you know, that's like saying, well, this actor won and he made more money than this actor, right, you know, right. I, I, I don't really have a problem with that. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I have to go see it, but it just on aesthetics to me, that doesn't make a, a movie. It's like picture. a beautiful moving painting. How about that? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. You're just I, not I, sold. Okay. No, I'm not. Uh, we did that. Elvis. Uh, our Gail Berman, one of the producers, is yeah. uh, nominated, and she was on our show. Mm -hmm. What did um, you think of Elvis? I it wasn't my favorite movie, you know, one of my favorite movies of the year. But I, I just loved Austin Butler. He was so great, and there were yeah. things about Elvis that you know. I mean, I thought it was. I thought it was. It was. It was beautifully done. Yeah, but. It just it just wasn't um, my favorite. It was Boz Lerman. Yeah, and it was a lot. Yeah, like it, there, it, the movie moves at a, a frenetic pace that sometimes is too much. Um, and but I but I actually I was very entertained. I think Austin Butler was great. I mm. didn't like Tom Hanks in that movie. I thought he was uh, mis miscast. I don't think that was the right role for him. Uh, but as a movie to watch, absolutely. And I think, um, Austin Butler can definitely win. Uh, the Fablemans. Did you, did you see the Fablemans? I did see the Fablemans. What'd you think? Another movie that was sweet. Yep. You know, um, I, I, that, that's all I can say. It was sweet. Really? That's and, it. And, and the performances, the performances were really, really good. Yeah. They're great. Um, I don't know. I saw some other movies that we'll talk about that weren't nominated. Okay, so. cool. Um, let's see. Uh, you love Tar. I I like Tar. Like Tar. And I loved Kate Blanchett. And yeah, I uh, she's the, amazing. And, and the woman who played her love interest was amazing. Um, so you know, I like movies for for more Nina than Nina Haas. By the way, is the name of that actress. Oh, Nina God, Haas she's played so the great. Yeah, she's yeah, she's just great. such a great actress. Um, and just the fact that Kate Blanchett 
made you thoroughly believe she was a conductor. Yeah. I mean, it was that authentic. Um, so for that, um, I, I, I was kind of surprised that it, that it got best picture though. Um, I am too, you know, they expand, it used to be that you could have up to 10 nominees. Now you have 10 every year. Yeah. And so I think there's, there's room, more room now for a movie like Tar. Uh, Top Gun, did you see Top Gun? I did. I really enjoyed Top Gun. I loved it. Yeah. For me, it's like one of my favorite movies of the year. Yeah. It's just it was a great, fun. big, it, stinking mm-hmm. blockbuster action movie that I totally dug. Um, Triangle of Sadness. I loved it. Did you I see did it? I did too. I loved it too. I just, I ju- loved- we just watched it over the weekend. It is so great. I love movies that make you think, yeah. <laughs> you know, and uh, just the depiction of the classes and how they put these people together. Um, and it was, they, 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 it made me laugh and then yep. it disgusted me. I mean, it just, I just went through so many emotions and I just thought it was a really smart, um, great film. I agree. The stuff that, and the guy's name well, he's, he's nominated all over the place. Um, uh, his name is uh, Ruben Ostlin. I think we have a shot to get him on the show. The the stuff on the ship in that mm-hmm. middle section where <laughs> the ship is like tossing and turning is so unbelievably um, realistic and disgusting all at the same time. Oh, they did not hold back at all. You see I mean, everything. Everything. And I mean everything. And that's what was so authentic about it, which yeah. which I I love that they went there with that. Me too. You know? Me too. Yeah. Um, and then the end sequence is, I mean, oh, oh god. And I and the ending, I'm yeah. I don't want to stop, but the end, nah, I'm not sure. I'm yeah. not sure. If, yeah. if you haven't seen it, you should definitely see Triangle of Sadness. I think I saw that on Prime. I think I saw that. No, I rented that. And you know who I love? I loved Woody Harrelson. The casting of Woody Harrelson was brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was yeah. great. Um, all right. So those, oh. Wait, women uh, talking. Women talking. Yeah. Now, did you see women talking? I did see women talking. What did you, th- I have, I honestly don't even know anybody who's seen it. It was, Still now. Little, it was a little tedious for mm-hmm. me um, because it was kind of claustrophobic. You know, it took place basically in, in, in one room really, you know, right. well, that and joke, that's did exactly, you the, did you see the critics choice awards? No. Chelsea Handler made a joke. She said, uh, well, uh, they, the studios gave Jim Cameron $375 million to make a movie and they gave Sarah Polly a barn. Yeah. It's so <laughs> Which true. Is essentially true. And it's exactly what the movie is. It's just, it's women talking. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it was. But, you know, I think it, I think it was, it, it's, it was an important and I hate to say brave, but it was a bold move to make a movie like this. And, um, and I, you know, I thought the acting was really, really good. It just was a little tedious for me. Yeah. I was surprised none of the actors got nominated. Yeah. Uh, cause I originally, there, a lot of discussion about Jesse Buckley in particular. Yeah, she was um, great. She but was great. Uh, she didn't get nominated. All right. So best director, we'll just run it through real, real quick. Um, Martin McDonough, Banshees of Inishurin, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert. They have come to be known as the Daniels. Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans, Todd Field for Tar, and Ruben Oslin for Triangle of Sadness. I'm really surprised that uh, Ruben Oslin was able to crack that category. 
I am so glad he did. Yeah. I mean, he does. He deserved a nomination for that film. I thought. Yeah, me too. Um, me too. Who do you think is the, is the front runner for best director? I think Spielberg. <laughs> Spielberg. I, I don't know how I, you don't give it to Spielberg. Yeah, I know. But I thought, I think everywhere, everything, everywhere, all at once, I think direction wise. Yeah. I it to me, hands down. See, I wonder if one will win. See, I think they want to give Spielberg another Oscar. Mm-hmm. We're talking about sort of the dynamics in the Academy. They would love to give him another one. That would give him three. This is his life story. Mm-hmm. 12 of his movies all time have been nominated for Best Picture. Um, he's the most storied and legendary director, I think, of our time. And I think they want to reward him for his life story, which is what he put in that movie. Yeah, yeah. I, it just for me, it's it's in a category where I think other films are more deserving. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, lead actor: Austin Butler, Elvis, Colin Farrell, who I had dinner with, and she's <laughs> a bit of Sharon. It's a calling card for me. Uh, Brendan Fraser for The Whale. Paul Mescal for After Sun. I don't know. Uh, and Bill Nye for Living. I know about it. I've heard about it, but haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Um, I I, I kind of hope Austin Butler wins, you know, because he really gave a tour de force uh, performance. He was um, great. He was great. Um, there also is Paul Mescal. I haven't seen After Sun. Right. I think he's a brilliant actor. Where so do you I, know him from? He's in a show. He's in a series called Normal People, which is great. It's one of it's one of the best series I've ever seen. Interesting. Yeah, it's yeah, about, I, about I relationship a, between. By the way, people. that nomination, I don't. I'm sure Paul Mescal, wonderful guy, great actor. I'm sure it's a really good performance and all that. They screwed Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise oh, needs to I be nominated so. for Best Actor. Needs to be not, he's the last so. great movie star. Oh, he's literally the last great movie star. No, no, no. He he does not hold a candle acting wise to Paul Mescal. I'll tell you that right now. No, I'm not talking. I'm talking about who he is in the world. Yeah, Tom but it's Cruise like, fought it to make matter. this movie. So I, I think it does. It, it why does it why does that have an effect on him being uh, nominated? Because of his body of work and who he is in the film world. And he worked so hard to get the movie made. I mean, that's more of a producer, you know? It's like, you know, he is a mega star. But does that I mean, warrant I, in him terms being of, in, nominated? In terms of importance. But it's not. It in terms be of based importance, on importance. Top Gun literally kept movie theaters open. Yeah, but that, it but, came at a time when. Movie but what does that have to starting. do with his performance? This is more than just. This is a school. This is a class election. This is a school election, and I think that Tom Cruise this year had a phenomenal year. I, I think he is the last great movie star we've got. Uh, I don't no, know anybody. I who, don't agree. Who else can open a movie? I, you know, I don't. I don't care who can open a movie. When it comes to awards, I don't, See, that, that, that doesn't fall into, I think you it know, counts it, for something, but it doesn't account for an Academy award. Tom Cruise gave me the most fun two and a half hours of the, of the year. Yeah. But was his performance that great? Yeah. I thought it was great. No, I don't agree. The I training, agree. all that how stuff. Could you, that how could you, how could you measure, 
how could you measure his performance against everybody in this category? Well, how can you measure anybody's performance against anybody? Well, it's sort of completely subjective. That's just the way the awards, you know, go. Right. But, you know, and, and we'll talk about this when we get to, you know, best actress. Right. Because I have a huge issue with someone who wasn't nominated who definitely got ripped off. Okay, cool. Well, let's do uh, lead actress. Oh, oh. there. Oh, there also is an actor who I thought completely got ripped off, not okay. getting nominated. And his name is Simon Rex. And he was in that movie Red Rocket. Right. I never saw that movie. Small we tried movie. to get him on the show. Oh, my God. He was phenomenal. And he he got ripped off. Interesting. I'll have to go back and watch that movie. Mm-hmm. By the way, the the I'm running out of batteries and go ahead and talk for a minute. Just okay. talk for a minute. Okay. Um so best actress. Best actress. Okay. So um Kate Blanchett for Tar. Anna Day is it Arm Day Armas? How do you Anna pronounce it? Anna Day Armas. Anna Day Armas, who I thought was phenomenal, although I hated the movie. Oh, I despise that movie. Um, Andrea Riseborough, Riseborough, Riseborough. Okay, which is know. a movie I haven't seen. Didn't I've know heard, about. Heard of it? Mm-mm. Michelle Williams for the Fablemans. Yes, uh, she was great. She was and, great. Uh, Michelle Yeoh for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. So to me, this comes down to Kate Blanchett giving her a third Oscar mm-hmm. because she is probably. Uh, aside from Streep, maybe our greatest actress of the moment. Um, so it's giving her a third one, or it's giving Michelle Yeoh a a real uh, uh, opportunity to shine when she hasn't had that. I mean, she's Michelle Yeoh's been around forever. She's a legend. I think the race comes down to those two. Do you agree? Yes, I do agree. Um, the, the actress who I thought got ripped off was, uh, Danielle Deadweiler. I 100% agree. She was so good. She was phenomenal in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. She, she, honestly, she should have been nominated. Yeah. All right. Uh, best supporting actor. We'll go through these quick because then we're going to go through our favorite movies of the year. Uh, Brennan Gleason, Brian Tyree Henry for Causeway, which I haven't seen. It's streaming on Apple. Uh, Judd Hirsch for the Fablemans. Barry. Keoghan from Banshees of Inishirin and Kiwi Kwan from Everything Everywhere All at Once. I mean, I think that Kiwi Kwan is definitely going to win. I do too. I do too. And I, I haven't seen Causeway. I don't even know who Brian Tyree Henry is. I've, I don't have what have you seen him in other things? Um, I can picture him because I saw the promos for uh, Causeway, which also stars uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence, right, right, right. Um, so I, I'm definitely going to check that out, but I can't think of of one of his roles. But I mean, Kiwi Kwan, and he's also he gave a nice speech at the Golden Globes, gave a nice speech at the Critics' Choice Awards. I just mm-hmm. think he's he, they they want to tell that story, the story of this kid actor. Mm-hmm became irrelevant at some point and now after all these years has this great moment to shine i just think it's a really great story that academy of voters won't uh be able to resist and so deserving oh so, and he's great in the movie he's great uh and best supporting he, was better, actress. he was actually better than tom cruise in the movie yeah yeah <laughs> and i make tom cruise jokes now by the way your take is exactly the same as juan's Okay. Uh, only different. He he does not like Tom Cruise. Um, the only reason um, he like he hasn't even seen it. 
and he still doesn't like it because of Tom Cruise. <laughs> he he didn't like the movie because he doesn't like Tom Cruise. <laughs> right. He didn't see the movie and didn't like it because <laughs> of Tom Cruise. Uh, all right. Best Supporting Actress, Angela Bassett from Wakanda Forever. Hong Chao, which is really nice that she got nominated. I really like her as an actress a lot. She was great. Uh, Carrie Condon for Banshees of Inisherin, Jamie Lee Curtis for Everything Everywhere All at Once, and also Stephanie Sue from that movie. Um, I, it just feels like Angela Bassett. Mm-hmm. You know, this will be the first Marvel character performance that has ever won an Academy Award. So, I mean, it's it's kind of a breakthrough for Marvel. She's fantastic in the movie. I haven't seen it. It's It's really, really good. And you know what it does? I st- I love that Anthony Hopkins won Best Actor last year. I thought he was great. Um, but as I look back at that with uh, with him, I would much rather have seen uh, Brad- Chadwick Boseman win. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I mean, we were all stunned that that happened. Ha- Hopkins was deserving, but. I mean, Chadwick Boseman, we all thought was going to win. And what this movie does, Black Panda, uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, is that it sort of lays out the history of the Black Panther character. And so it really is a tribute to Chadwick Boseman. So mm-hmm. I think if everything comes around full circle, Angela Bassett wins. Um, it's part of Chadwick Boseman's legacy, too, which mm-hmm. I think is cool. Cool. Um, all right. So we said we were going to do our favorite movies of 2022. Um, we do it on the day of the Academy Award nominations. Mm-hmm. And as I look at my, did, did you make a list or how did you do it? I have a list. Okay. Do you have a list of 10? I didn't make it to 10. Okay. Um, well, I'll tell you what, why don't you do yours first and I'll okay. tell you where I agree. Cause I'm sure there's going to be some overlap. Okay. Um, I really, I loved Red Rocket. Yeah. I need to see that. Triangle of Sadness. Completely agree. Decision to leave. I don't think I don't know that one. It's a Korean movie. I think it's Korean or Chinese. I know, but I think well, they speak Korean, and I think it's Chinese as well. It's a great, great movie, but it's subtitled, so I know you won't see it. No, but it's I'll a, see. That's it's just a, a joke. Okay, it's a great, great story. Um, really unique, great um, directing. The acting is phenomenal, and it's a really really kind of um odd story mm, interesting um emily the criminal i don't know that with movie. aubrey plaza and theo oh, rossi i love aubrey plaza but i don't i never saw this movie it's great it's really really great um everything everywhere all at once yep agreed. R, R, R. agreed i saw this movie last night that was really really go- good called um the worst person in the world. Yeah, it's I've heard Norwegian. about this movie. Now, is that a this year movie or is that a last year movie? Uh, well, it was on the list of movies that should have been nominated. Not should have been nominated. It was on some people's lists. Some people's lists. Of what should have been nominated. Um, and you, you like that? I did. Oh, and this is documentary, but I loved Moon Age Dream, the documentary about David Bowie. Did that get nominated? It didn't. It didn't. Yeah, but I really liked it a lot. Okay, so here's my... We definitely have some overlap. RRR. Uh, the, did you put the Fablemans on your list? Yeah, I could put the Fablemans. <laughs> well, you it's, don't it's, have you know, to. Well, Spielberg's I, I, not listening. 
I, I actually had a, a check next to it and then I kind of crossed it out. Because <laughs> so there, there were other movies. There were other movies that I wanted to watch that I had a feeling I was going <laughs> to like more. <laughs> like that movie After Sun, I didn't get a chance to watch it. So you're saving a spot for it on your list. Yes. And there's another movie called Brian and Charles that looks <laughs> amazing about a guy who makes a robot. Yeah. Did you see, um, you, um, what's it called? Um, uh, Ricky Gervais's Afterlife. No, Did I you- never watched it. Oh, God. Well, one of the characters in Afterlife is in this movie. And I can't wait to see it because it looks great. Is it a this year movie or a last year movie? It's a this year movie. So it counts for 2022? Yes. Interesting. Okay. So I'm putting I'm putting two movies on my list that I haven't seen. That you seen. haven't seen. It's really an interesting strategy. Make a top 10 list. Well, I haven't seen everything, so I don't have a six, seven, or eight. Um, <laughs> so, Well, when's the last time you heard of a top seven list? <laughs> just don't happen. Um, all right. Everything, everywhere, all at once. I, I love the movie. I love the movie. Top Gun Maverick. I said it's one of the most fun two and a half hours I had in 2022. Um, I have a completely different view of Babylon than the rest of the world. I love the movie. Mm-hmm. I love the attention to detail. Um, I love the script. I thought both Margot Robbie and Brad Pitt were great. I thought it captured this really interesting period of time where, um, the movie business was going from uh, silent films to talkies and what actors work and didn't work when they made that transition. I just, I loved the movie. Loved the movie. Did you hated it? I, I only remember watched, right. I, I watched like maybe 15 minutes and I couldn't continue. <laughs> Could we have possibly had a more, you know what it felt like? Virgin opinion. You know what it felt like to me? See the same it felt, thing. It, it felt like that scene in Triangle of Sadness <laughs> where the ship was and everybody was getting sick. Yeah. I felt like I was one of the passengers <laughs> when I watched Babylon. <laughs> wow. So literally one of my favorite movies of the year is one of your least favorite. Actually made me barf. <laughs> <laughs> um, Spirited. Did you see Spirited? No. It is, it is Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds. It is a musical. It came out for Christmas and uh, it is so charming. Um, mm-hmm. Now it's out of season now. So maybe you don't want to watch it uh, because it's not Christmas anymore, but it's. A oh great- yeah. That, that will make me not want to watch it. <laughs> well, no, it's like, it's, it's like really Christmassy. So what? Okay. Uh, you'll love it. Uh, they have a song in there called Good Afternoon, mm-hmm. which I didn't look at song. Did it get nominated by chance? Oh, hmm, I don't know. Because uh, they do a song. Oh, wait a minute. I think I have it here on my list because I saw that RRR song got nominated. Which oh, there's is Best great. Original Song. Yeah, no, it didn't get nominated. It didn't. Yeah. But there's a song called Good Afternoon. And the premise of the song is that when people say during this particular era, when they said Good Afternoon, it meant fuck you. And so the entire song is people saying good afternoon to everybody. And they're really saying F you. So I didn't see the movie, um, but both Jorge and Bergman did for my radio show. And for two weeks, they kept saying good afternoon. And I didn't know what it, they were totally telling me to fuck off without me knowing it. That's beautiful. Yeah. But it's, it's a really fun, sweet, charming, movie 
Uh, and where can I see that? That is, is on? streaming on Netflix. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she said, did you see She Said? I did see She Said. I liked it. I thought it was, it gave me the huge kind of uh, um, all the president's men vibe. It did? It did. It totally oh, did. See, that's where I thought it totally missed the mark. Yeah, I thought it, it was. It really paled it to me, really paled in comparison. Well, I it's wa- not as good. I wanted all the president's men and I didn't. You get didn't th- feel like it was there. I know that they were trying to get there. But yeah. it didn't. It didn't. It didn't hit that way for me. Yeah, it it hit closer to that. I mean, it's not as good as good as all the presidents' men by any stretch mm-hmm. of the imagination. But I, right. it gave me those vibes, and for that reason, I think I liked it and put it on the list. The menu. Oh I, no, I haven't seen that. Oh my god, it's so good. Oh, okay, it's that's so annoying. good. Anya Taylor Joy, Ray mm. Fines is fantastic. Um, it is a dining experience that no one will ever forget. Really, really fun. Oh, cool. Um, Hustle. Did you did you see Hustle? I have not. That is a an Adam Sandler movie. Oh, okay. It's on Netflix. All right. And he plays it's about bas- basketball, right? Yeah, he is plays it? a scout mm-hmm. who helps this kid along, and uh, the players are real players. Uh, Anthony Edwards and I think Juancho and Gomez is the other guy, um, and Adam Sandler is great. Um, and I'm glad he got nominated for a SAG award this year. Hmm. I think he totally deserves it. He's become, he's become a great actor. It's interesting to see the guy that played Waterboy uh, do a movie like Uncut Gems or Hustle. He was a great actor a long time ago. Punch Drunk Love. Oh, Punch Drunk Love. Yeah. P.T. Anderson. He was great in that movie. Yeah. Well, I, this is on my list. You should check it out. It's, I it's will. very good. Uh, Till, mm. which I you mentioned Daniel Deadweiler. She is so, so mm. good. Um, and that performance stuck with me for a long time. And the kid in it was great, too. Oh, he was also great. Him. Yeah. It was wonderful. Yeah, it's a great movie. Everybody, I don't know where that's on, but you should definitely find it. It's an important lesson of history that isn't told enough. So uh, those are mine. You know, there, the New Yorker did a great piece on movies that should have been nominated and why, you know, like, it's just kind of a statement on where we are in Hollywood. And they had a great thing about Jordan Peele. They said he's the Rodney Dangerfield of Hollywood, that he gets no respect. Uh, I guess they love Nope. A lot they of really people love, love Nope. I did not get a chance to see it. You know, I, yeah. I the creepy movies are kind of the last thing I go to. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't like creepy stuff. I like horror stuff and stuff that's on that sort of side of things. So, like, there's a movie coming out. I think it's an M Night Shyamalan movie. It's either this Friday or next Friday. It's called A Knock on the Cabin Door. I have no desire to see that movie. <laughs> it's 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 but like I, all this. But I kind of wanna. It's all this apocalyptic, like creepy, scary. You know, um, and I I like scary movies. Yeah, but. 
some of the subject matter. It's like with all the zombie stuff and like there's that show La Brea, you know. Well, the show like, La Brea is ridiculous. I see the yeah. promos. There's uh, a yeah. hole in the middle of Los Angeles and there are elephants living inside. It's the most <laughs> Well, ridiculous. it's like the La Brea tar pits. Yeah, it's like, honestly, it's so weird. They're in some <laughs> parallel universe where there's right. dinosaurs and shit. It's right. so weird. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, they ne- they mentioned a bunch of movies that I've never, ever heard of. So they mentioned No Bears. Don't know it. St. Omer. Mm, I remember seeing it go by, but didn't see it. Benediction. Yeah, don't know it. The Inspection. That's the... Uh, God, I think we know the star of The Inspection. But move on. Um, The Novelist's Film. Yeah, don't know it. Amsterdam. Now, which Amsterdam, I've, I've heard of that. That's Margot Robbie. Right. And I heard everybody hated it. Yeah. It so was David was, O. Russell and everybody despised that movie. Um, and then uh, there's Ahead. I think it's Ahead's Knee. A-H-E-D apostrophe S. Ahead's. Hmm. I don't know. Whatever. And then <laughs> the, the Eternal Daughter. <laughs> yeah. I never heard of any of those. I know. Is that their best 10 list? 10 best list? Um. It was just movies that they felt were overlooked. Hmm. Well, they were definitely, I, I never saw them. So that's an interesting, uh, interesting take. Well, there you have it. Right. It's our uh, Oscars nomination announcement show. It's our best of 2022 show. Sue, very fun tonight. Thanks, yes. for, uh, thanks for doing this. We will see everybody next time. Oh, don't forget. Uh, please subscribe to the Culture Pop Podcast on Apple, Spotify, or at stevemason.com. And please leave us a rating and a review. See everybody next time on the Culture Pop Podcast. <laughs>